0: Welcome everyone for another episode of 100 Podcast. I'm your host Itai Shekler, I'm joined here by Reza B for week 31 and we're talking about pitch
1: pitch that's gonna be an interesting topic um we talked about investors we talked about content strategy lots of things it's been 30 episodes and 31 episodes this is the 31st episode and pitch sounds uh, sounds like an interesting topic yeah did you get to pitch a lot uh, on stage in front of people i haven't pitched on stage so we broke down the pitch um into the elevator pitch that are the type of Uh, situations that you are networking or you're gathering I've done those but the stuff that you've done and you're going to talk about in this episode it's new to me too Okay,
0: you didn't pitch anything uh, other than my own event no Okay, not even on pitch night and things like that. I haven't. Cool. So uh, yeah, I think it's one of the the better tools to get exposure and all of the yeah. other things we talk about here on the podcast. Because even when people see a pitch, after that you go and network yeah. on a deeper yeah. level, they already have a substantial understanding of your product. So it's a really good tool to get exposure and to uh, you know increase your network.
1: And I think there is an art to it. Um, there there are some technical stuff where what content you put in there, what order and, and And you have to learn those and
0: you've you've had a lot of practice. And there are also things you can't learn like delivery. You, I mean, practice makes everything better, but it's not something that you can necessarily teach a person how to do a step by step. Exactly. And I think it's the balance that comes together.
1: Um, Today, we're going to discuss all the elements and all the uh, different things that makes a pitch good. And then we're going to touch on delivery and the art of it, because... That's where all the magic happens in my opinion. Absolutely. So let's start with
0: elevator pitch, which is the basic form of pitch. And uh, I think everyone should have an elevator pitch Mm -hmm. because an elevator pitch is is something that you have to use on a a daily basis, a weekly basis, something that, you know, just meeting someone in the street, just getting an introduction to someone at an event. Okay, tell me about what you do. This is your elevator pitch. It's something that should be around less than a minute until the the core essence of uh, your company and what it does.
1: And I've heard different different things and I feel like there are multiple uh, elevator pitches that you need to be prepared for. I've heard 90 seconds, I've heard 60, I've heard 30 and I've heard one sentence. I feel like the one sentence is something that it takes time to get there, but it's good to have a one sentence that this is what I do or this is my product. But uh, the 60 second is where I'm good at. I, I have like few sentences that one tells what the product is, what I do, I usually in my case, I usually do a demo in, in my elevator Perfect. pitch. Uh, but some people. Me too, can't. by the way. Yeah, really. Me too. Oh. I think this
0: is the fastest way to nice. to illustrate it. Nice. If you can, if you can. Uh, not everyone can. Some B B2 two businesses, B two B businesses, can't really pull no. off their product and show it. But yeah. if you can, yeah. this helps with understanding it. Uh, you know, faster, quicker. Mm-hmm. Help with the entire elevator it 's Use the tools yeah. that you have yeah. for sure. Uh, but I agree with you. I think yeah. it should be under uh, 60 seconds. Uh, Around a minute or so, I think one sentence is not really something that can, you know, convey meaningful information. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in a minute time, you should be able to give a clear enough picture of what is it that you're Now,
1: I'm going to ask a question because uh, this is something I'm curious to know what you think. When you do an elevator pitch, how much should you focus on the problem? or solution because here's the thing uh, i know that if i talk too much about the problem then at least in my case some cases are different then um then you know people are lose interest then i have to quickly get to the product but some instances it's a lot nicer to talk about the pro- pain point and then introduce so the i'll product.
0: tell you my uh, philosophy yeah. and, and every time that a pitch is mentioned to yeah. if it's an elevator pitch if it's a a regular full pitch even on stage sometimes people get into these boxes mm-hmm. but i need to talk about the problem solution the market i really don't like it especially okay. not on an elevator pitch okay i think an elevator pitch should be your way of you know conveying all of this information you might include the problem and solution but i think if you can do it more like in a conversational mm-hmm. way just like we're speaking right now you have a, a better advantage if you Straight up getting into this robot mode and start yeah. to... The market is one, two, three, four... <laughs> no, 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 that that wasn't my, my point. I, I'm just saying this is yeah. a, a common problem that I okay. see a lot. You know, even when we, we went out to events before COVID yeah. uh, and you ask people what they do, some of them straight up getting to this robot mode and, you know... Uh, repeating uh, the the same mantras but I'm saying if you can make it a smooth in a conversation that's a a big advantage So
1: let me put it in in an example let's say this is a pitch for Airbnb yeah Um, so instead of saying we connect guests with um, homeowners saying that you know how you travel and you can't find places and it's not cheap enough this is what we solve by. The yeah,
0: absolutely. That's a better way okay. of uh, conveying the information. If you Got can it. do it from the problem, but in a, in a manner of a kind story. of a story, something that's relatable, it doesn't necessarily have to be you personally. I mean, yeah, if you can do it about yeah. you, but you can also demonstrate about the market. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are traveling yeah. uh, to to yeah. business every year, and uh, hotels are shitty. And uh yeah. for sure. the
1: story, the story, the art of storytelling, everybody gets pinned in their seat and they want to listen to a story. So that's really important. And in my case, I, I remember the first, you know, th- this is a matter of practice. The first dozen events I went to, I was horrible at it. I had no idea what are the highlights of my product. I took five minutes to explain the product and then it slowly Got, I, I I realized what are the elements that people's eyes lit up and they understand the product. So then I constructed good sentences and it just got better and better. Yeah. And by the time I had my 100 event, I I had the sentences one after the other. And, and it was like a puzzle in my mind. I had the library of sentences that applied to the, uh, to the story, to the problem. And each, diff- each occasion, I just pulled from this library and I had a 45 seconds, 30 second
0: pitch. And I like the fact that you can pull up the product and then, you know, you do close demo. the entire circle because you are saying it. And showing it. Yeah. And people trying to wrap their head around it. It doesn't matter what you do. But if you can show it on top uh that could That's easily the close the circle and, and make it easier to understand That's easier to use for sure I, so i'm sorry to interrupt one of the
1: reasons i had a lot of practice was most of these events you had 60 seconds to get up and say what you do and most people struggled they got up and there was the most boring thing um and because i had the demo in it it, it made it even, even it's, it's
0: making it more engaging making it more exciting and uh I can, can completely relate. You yeah. know, when you are going to this event and they are like, "Okay, now you introduce yourself." As I said, there are yeah. the, the common structures to do it. Our company is doing yeah. blah 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 in no. this and no. this market no. and blah. You know or. What? You can get into it and tell it as it is, as you know, through you as a story. If you can demonstrate that's even better, you get people excited. They get to remember you. And I think this is all about uh, elevator pitch, making something memorable, exciting, fun, uh, it's more about how you make people feel about what you say yeah. and your product. And Absolutely. If you can bring it to the table, that's a good.
1: Here's my biggest pet peeve. Uh, if you guys are listening and if you're doing a, a pitch for your product services, your business, here's my biggest pet peeve. Somebody asked, you know, like I've asked people that what do you do? They go for three minutes rant and you have no idea what the fuck this person is doing. Yeah. Like They make it sound so extra they're like yeah we are connecting um we're making people feel certain like they they go use these buzzwords and marketing jargons that you're like dude what are you doing
0: yeah if if they're talking for 3 minutes and you still can't really understand what they do uh it's not a very yeah. good elevator pitch and Probably isn't an alibi, obviously. If it's over a minute, uh, but it's really useful to use it in, in networking events, as you said. You yeah. know, uh, so you you should prepare for it in a yeah. way. Uh, you should have you know in your minds the right steps of what you're going to say to describe yeah. at the company in less than a minute. Uh, but you will use it. You know, sometimes you don't know mm-hmm. when you you're, you're <laughs> going to use it. We are uh, sitting at WeWork right now. And sometimes, you know, investors are rolling by, uh, partners, uh, potential clients are rolling by, and you find yourself in a solution that uh, I can call you Reza. Yeah. Let me introduce yeah. you to someone. Okay, you're not going to do a full yeah. pitch yeah. and be super yeah. formal. You're going to do yeah. the the elevator yeah. pitch. So. You need to, to have that uh, skill. And the more pitches you do, the more you'll perfect it. And, uh, Absolutely. And the name says it all. You've got
1: to be prepared for any situation. This holiday season, you might be you know, at the Christmas party or Thanksgiving dinner. And people are going to ask, so what are you doing? So what is your product? And the idea of the pitch, the result you're looking is not a close, whatever that close yeah. might be. The idea is you peak interest. So the person either ask you a question or ask you to meet you another time that you can explain. That's the
0: whole idea. Yeah. So we should divide it to two. First of all, elevator pitch to investors. That's a one thing. Elevator pitch in networking in general. That's an, another thing. Yeah. Both of them should be ninety percent the same. I would say. Yeah. Uh, for investor, you might want to emphasize other parts that yeah. are more yeah. relevant to them. Um, but but yeah, they, they should co- be about ninety percent the same. It comes back to having the library
1: of the different components and have have it so memorized that it's not like a robot. It's natural. It's it it comes to you naturally, and you can pick the uh, the different. In. This is a partnership type of person, and I exactly. sway
0: the pitch towards one thing, and uh, it's a different. If you can adapt the pitch, that's yeah. even better. If you're yeah. knowing what type of audience you are speaking with, and you can make the the pitch more relatable because you're giving an example using something from their yeah. word, that's that's the yeah. the art of uh, the the pitch. So I that, I just remembered I uh, at the
1: beginning you asked me I didn't know I did a pitch competition uh, that was an elevator pitch competition 60 seconds or less And there were three judges that were judging you and giving you feedback. After 60 seconds, I did a demo within the 60 seconds. And one of the judges were like, well, I thought you should have explained this and this and this, I didn't get that part. And then I said, well, isn't that the pitch supposed to intrigue you to ask those sort of questions because I can't do it in 60 seconds? Everybody laughed in the audience. They were like, yeah, he's right. Because you're that, not going to get everything. You can't, seconds. you can't. But you have to have elements in there that piques interest. And that's my pet peeve. A lot of people go too far with the intrigue part. They, they don't tell you what it is. So three minutes in, you're like, just tell me what what the product is. So there's a fine balance. I want to wrap up the elevated pitch because there are other types of pitch. Uh, let's move on to... There are pitches that are five minute, 10 minutes, uh, yeah. a little longer. You're on stage. There is a program, whether accelerator or pitch night. Now you have an opportunity to do a full pitch of your company, of your product. And you have perhaps some ask at the end. and We're going to get into that. Yeah. What are what's that like? Tell okay, us let's break down the stages, and we can talk about each uh, stage. And Before the stage, tell me what are the situation that that happens.
0: So first of all, as I said, and then we talk about here on the podcast, you should get more uh, networking opportunities, more exposure. Some of it is going to pitch night, going to event, participating in startup accelerators. That in the end of them there are demo days, uh, meetings, uh, and all sorts of stuff. So. You will probably find yourself at some stage or the other on stage presenting in front of a bunch of investors, people, partners, whatever it is, uh, other startups as well. So uh, the full pitch is, is a good uh, skill to have. Usually it's on stage because if you're in an investor meeting, you are not necessarily doing uh, a standard uh, pitch as you would on stage. Maybe some of the slides and some of the things you are going to say are kind of uh, the same or parallel, uh, but I think the the, the on stage pitch is has its own place and uh, it's a good uh, thing to to discuss and break down here. Yeah. So let's
1: get to the elements that you are on stage and it might be just investors, it might be all sorts of things. This is back to attention. You have this opportunity five minutes that you can get attention. And sometimes. Think about how many
0: times you saw boring pitches that you just started to grab your phone and. More than I can remember. Okay, so most pitches are like this, unfortunately, uh, because everyone tried to get into the same uh, formula, which is not necessarily the best pitches. The best pitches will be those that are outside of this formula. Uh, and uh, attention, as you say, grabbing the attention, grabbing the excitement is also about the delivery, which is something that, as we said again, not sure that it's something that is teachable. And I think it comes with experience. Yeah. So the more pitches you'll do, the better you'll become at your delivery, actually. Uh, but yeah, I think a good uh, way to to break it down to to what I think uh, should. Should be the steps that you should include in it. And then we can discuss each and one sure. of them. So I think that the first stage you, you're going up on, on the stage, you're in front of people. The first thing you should do is introduce yourself. Uh, I think that shows confidence. Say who you are. Don't say my name is, say I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows more confidence.
1: Uh, say that you and are. And I the... learned that from you. I'm Resa V is much stronger than my name
0: is yeah. Resa And yeah. I learned this from someone smart yeah. that I can recall <laughs> right now. Uh, but yeah, it's more powerful. The, the phrasing is more powerful and the, uh, the entire standard put you on a, on a different level, uh, say that you are the, the founder, the CEO, whatever it is that you want to say. Uh, and then, I mean, after that goes straight into, a, some sort of a story that mm-hmm. demonstrate your product. Now, this is the benefit of doing a full pitch on stage. You don't necessarily have to go through the traditional slide. This is the market, it's 2.5 billion growing, 30% year over year, boring, no one cares. Uh, You can start with a story. You can say, you can give an example of the problem and solution through a real story. If you can do a real story, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I used to do. I nice. used to tell a real story of the people using my nice. product nice. from their perspective. Nice. And it's super relatable and super easy to uh, you know, relate to and also yeah. capture the audience's attention yeah. straight off the bat. Saying your name is the introduction, but then you're going to story mode. That demonstrate both of the problem and the solution and potentially the market yeah. so you nail down these three aspects yeah. in the story part which could be like a, a minute or or a minute and a half uh, again something that you don't necessarily have the time to do on an elevator mm-hmm. pitch but now that you are on stage you capture the attention yeah. with a story and show a real life example that's super cool and it's guaranteed to to generate yeah. way more interest mm-hmm. than just you know, going and showing a bunch of data on slides behind yeah. you and you lose people just like right this. away.
1: And usually isn't it that data is the support element after your story? People just dump in data on slide number two and it's the worst thing when you say the market size is this amount. It's just like why? Like it doesn't Not it doesn't mean an anything. Yeah. Absolutely. And and one of the misconception I see people do is when when we call about when we talk about story, people think it's their story. It's not necessarily you you it as a be. founder. It could be if you are the target demographic. So you came across the challenge. If not, you can adapt to Let's meet Bob. Bob is your persona. Bob does X, Y, Z with our product. It goes to like a real. This reality. could be
0: this could be a good uh, example for people who doesn't have a real story. They can you know create a persona, do that. Okay. That's better than you nothing. Know, than nothing. If you have a real story, use that's that. The, that's the for best sure. thing because. For sure you know, even your body language, when you're telling a real story, it's easier, it's more relatable, people can tell, if you're doing, this is Bob, a fake persona, that's okay, if you don't really have any story, and you know, that's like, even better
1: than that, in between, is an actual customer of yours, that you can use as the story, this is what I'm referring to, when I
0: say a story, it could be something that you have done, it could be a customer, it doesn't matter, Yeah. yeah, In, in this real story, yeah. you can include all of the steps, that, the problem that X encountered, the solution, yeah, yeah. He, he went through your mm-hmm. product. And then it's a good segue to your product slide. And then you can if you can do a demo or even you know not like a full hardcore demo just the core elements in a demo i used to do a live call on stage nice, uh, nice. but you know that's kind of risky because mm-hmm. 50% of the time you have technical issues yeah. the the uh, apple tv is yeah. not working and uh, i have uh, those kind of fail on stage as well and you have to be ready for it uh, i was cool with it at some point but i stopped doing it in some cases when uh, i was testing and see that the technology is not going I, to work
1: I, I had one time that i tapped the card the card's not working and i was like
0: "Shit!" so what did
1: you do <laughs> i i think i tapped it again at work but i was prepared if it doesn't work i open the browser on my profile and pretend that the card opened it instead of me by hand but i had my profile ready to kind of show that uh,
0: that's a good plan yeah, video yeah, yeah. so so yeah you, you can do this this is a bit more risky and you have to be prepared for uh, the, the technical part not to work not not uh, because of your product necessarily maybe they uh, so many things the projector that they use they use come on uh, like even I,
1: steve jobs had problem because of yeah. everybody on wi-fi and iphone
0: 4 couldn't load the web browser and he asked everybody should shut down their wi-fi it, this happened even recently i think in the latest iphone uh, Not the latest, the latest, last uh, live one. They had some uh, technical issues. So in bracket, I'm going to put this. If you
1: encounter, this is uh, something I learned from a public speaker, one professional. If you encounter difficulties, um, especially with the tech. Mike, in my event, if you remember, the, the slide wasn't working. When you encounter something, remember, it's not your problem. It's not the audience's problem. You don't need to make them feel like, be relaxed. Take a step back. It's okay. It's joke not, about it. Joke about it. It, it. It's the worst thing when you're on stage and say, oh, it's not working. Oh, like get agitated because you, you, uh, the audience get feed off of you. So yeah. be relaxed. Take
0: your time. Reset. Do it again. Yeah. So then... After you you told your story and you show your product a demo, it could be a live demo, it could be a not live demo, it could be a couple of slides that show the core value of it. Uh, You have to move on to your achievements and metrics. And again, don't get too in-depth and don't Mm -hmm. get too data uh, analytics on on the, the board. Get only a few of the metrics that you are proud of, a few of the achievements, go through them, explain each one of them. Don't put a bunch of numbers on the slide and start, you know, drilling down. Mm-hmm. Put three, four data points, talk about them, why it's And exciting. I'm sure
1: every, every company or every product or services has KPIs that matter more than other ones. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Yeah. That, there are KPIs that matter more, so you can see what numbers would, would be better to put on. Yeah,
0: and sides. the numbers that you can explain that will make sense with whatever you said before. So make sure that you only put those numbers in and not everything you got. We know you you may have more, but that's fine. Just put the most important one. And then I would say you can go into the team part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, the entire thing, just for context, I'm talking about a five-minute pitch in total. Um, So even if you are asked to do a a 10-minute pitch, I would try to bring it to around five six and minutes. as you said before the episode we were
1: discussing this if they ask for five minutes do three or four prepare to them. three exactly exactly yeah
0: take a couple of minutes off be sure that you can deliver it in time and i i really like the q a part mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i mean exactly. this is the most natural it becomes and yeah. uh really i i enjoy it yeah, i think nice. it's it's a fun nice. part of it Nice. Uh, yeah. i also enjoy the pitch but it's something that i
1: And Q and A is where you realize what is the most important element of the pitch, and you're like, oh, this
0: is a common question
1: I keep getting asked. Let me put it in my slide.
0: Yeah, and and the the fact that people are asking a question is a good signal. It's Mm -hmm. not a bad signal that you missed out on something because you cannot. They're interested. You cannot cover everything. They're engaged. Um, So going back, Mm -hmm. team slide. Why are you and your team the right people to attack this problem? Experience. Go. I mean, again, this is a slide that I will probably do 20 seconds maximum. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go and start talking about the entire history of, uh, of each one of the team members. I don't mm-hmm. see any value in that uh, a team slide. And of course, uh, you can, you know, if you have other things that are important for you to mention, make sure you put them over there. You already mentioned your uh, achievements, some KPIs, some traction data and uh, finish with the ask. What are you asking the audience for? Are the audience are investors and you're doing a funding round? Uh, are there clients in your audience, potential clients in the, the audience that you are looking to partner with, potential partnerships, whatever it is that you are looking for, uh, make sure to, to mention that because this is, uh, you know, your call to action in the end of your pitch. So let's recap um, the, the whole
1: point of a pitch like that, whether it's five minutes or ten minutes, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The whole point is if it flows nicely, you introduce yourself, then you start telling about your idea or your the problem solution, the product, and get them into that story of what it is. Once they are there, they, they say, this is a good idea. Then you move on to the metrics and enough metrics to tell them there is a market out there. This idea is not only good, but there are people out there that want it. Then you slowly go to, okay, now we, we establish it's a good idea.
0: People want it. We are the right people for doing this. By we, the way, also in yes. the market part, when you incorporate it into your story, you could mention a couple of market metrics. That's yeah. fine. You could yeah. mention the yeah. market is $2 billion, But that took me one second to mention it. One second. Imagine like I say, here's my story. And there are 10 million people just like me out there waiting. That's for this it. Problem. You That's cover it. the market for that pitch. Now in the Q&A... Some of the investors, some of people might want to go deeper on the exactly. market. You should be prepared for exactly. that. But the point of you know, spending over, let's say, 20 minutes maximum on, on your market when you're pitching for five minutes yeah. maximum, I think you're losing a lot yeah, of uh, oper- other opportunities. So the opportunity cost, again, is not talking yeah. about something else and uh, capturing the audience.
1: So if you answer these three questions, the, the idea is good. There is a market out there. And then you say you are the right team to execute on, it.
0: and also some
1: achievements. Some achievement; that, those would help you yeah. build trust and, and and build build your your ask. And then at the end, depending on your ask, your pitch might slightly differ. But I feel like whether it's partnership or investor or you know any of those, it's the same pitch. It's, it's the, the the essence
0: of it doesn't change. You could alter your story a little bit to yeah. to fit the the audience and the narrative, but I mean, it should be about ninety five percent the same, yeah, for sure. Now you have all the elements right. You've practiced it.
1: The most important is delivery, because the same pitch, same content, two different delivery, it makes makes a whole a whole thing fall apart or or actually a success. What do you think is the is the art? I think. We should stop,
0: re-record, we cut this in the editing. We've got a couple of minutes, let's finish it up. No, minute. no, stop the camera and re-record, we, okay. we, we edit this out. Okay. We we go back, leave the phones on, okay. Just the other camera. One second. That's it? Recording? Number two, continuing from delivery. Nick, this is where you actually find the
1: segments and join them. So three, two, one. Okay, now we covered the intro, the story, uh, the other elements of, you know, why you are the right team and your ask. You've got the perfect content going on. You've got the pitch together. Delivery. That's one of the thing that makes it or breaks the the pitch what do you think of the art of delivery
0: i mean when you are doing it in a true story sense i think even if it's your first time it already takes a lot of the pressure off and helps with your delivery because you're not trying to memorize something and recall exactly each and every word Uh, you should definitely practice your pitch definitely practice it but don't I uh, practice it in a way that's kind of memorizing. Don't try to memorize your word, just memorize key points. Uh, to practice, I would write key uh, bullet points for each slide. One or two, by the way, not yeah. more than one or two. A couple of things I want to mention. And I start doing the pitch and I have this in front of my face. And after three, four times, I can you know, do it without even uh, looking at the list. Uh, and every time the, the pitch, even when I am practice, it's different But that's fine. The overall pitch is the same. Just that, you know, the the word that I might use here is, and there is not equal. That takes a lot of the uh, pressure off and helps with the delivery. If the story is legitimate and real, people can feel this coming through you. You should, you know, convey it through the energy that you're using to pitch.
1: So I heard um, somebody say this, and it really resonates with me. I heard that the good founders or the ones that are successful Oftentimes, they're obsessed with the problem they're solving. They're obsessed with every bit of it and they get really deep. Something that, you know, most people don't think about that um, story or the problem, but every day they're thinking about it and how they can tackle it. When you are in that sort of a situation, your pitch comes natural because it means something to you. You are so invested into it that you feel it with the entire body that this is a good product. And if it's not, we are gonna work twice as hard to make it a good product. So I think that comes out naturally, the passion and the drive.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's not something like go home and do eight, one, two, three to have a better delivery. We can do it with content, you know, there are ways to improve your content. Maybe it's not your skill. A copywriter can help you construct right sentence. So instead of saying three sentences, you say one and you make it condense and then the order, those are all stuff that you can get help. But the delivery, I
0: feel like practice and the passion needs to be there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, practice makes a lot of it. And I'm sure that uh, you know, my my latest speeches were way better than the first one. It's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, passion is a good uh, uh, drive that you know also gives you the the authenticity mm-hmm. because you demonstrate what you are believing and what you are work so hard on all of the all of those de- days and long nights. And uh, yeah. uh, it's fun, you know. For yeah. some people, it's. I think the more you do it, the more you can enjoy it. Mm. Uh, I enjoy it now. I, I have no problem to to pitch. It's, uh, it's something nice. that, you know, for the first time I did have, I, I was nervous before that, mm-hmm. you know, people don't uh, really uh, talk about it, but, you know, it's it's nervous to to go up there for the first time and do it.
1: And, and I think it's also natural when your idea is not uh, fully baked. Sometimes you have an idea, you feel, you know, there's startups, pivot all the time even after raising money so you have an idea the problem solution is there and you have a story but it's not 100 percent. that's okay we'll build up no every, it's not okay. no
0: <laughs> just kidding i mean practice makes it okay yeah. and you know i don't think that even if you you are making a mistake yeah. in your pitch that someone was going to you know even notice it yeah. Yeah, usually you will notice your yeah. mistake Have someone record you in the audience and you can then practice for next time Uh, for sure the thing that helps
1: yeah that's a wrap i don't have anything else to add i have to go out there and and here's here's my thing i'm sure there are people that would relate to me um i don't want to pitch because i'm not raising money but itai is telling me to go out there and pitch just for the
0: practice this is something yeah so you know in your case the ask could be if there are clients on on, the in the audience that are interested yeah maybe they can get a good discount because you're just pitching for the Clients or partnerships clients partnership whatever it is uh And I think, again, use it also as a tool to, you know, create your network, get exposure. It's good exposure because a lot of the time, the people that are in the audience are really smart people, really connected people, really people you want to be associated with. Uh, When I came here to Vancouver without knowing anyone, the first thing I do is I went to a couple of pitch events and pitch my product in front of people because... Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to make any connections here. So this is a tool that I use to uh, create network. And I'm not necessarily expecting, even if I'm raising funding, to pitch and get a check from someone in the audience right now. It's just, you know, also about creating this network and uh, the, the connections absolutely absolutely so um
1: let's wrap it up yeah what do we have next week we don't know we don't uh-huh. know
0: uh, we will figure something out
1: we have we have a list of really good ideas we have to uh prioritize which one's which one's better um
0: yeah that was week yeah. 31
1: 31
0: wow yeah we'll see you guys next week thanks for uh, tuning in